Welcome back to The Coffee Hour. I'm Andy Bates. Today we continue our conversation with an update from our partners in International Mission. Joining me today, the Reverend Ted Cray, Latin America and the Caribbean Regional Director for the LCMS Office of International Mission. Pastor Cray, welcome back. Hey, good to be with you, Andy. It's good to be in studio. Good to see you yeah. in person. Yeah, uh, always a joy to spend some time with you in you're studio. You're looking younger than ever. <laughs> well, thanks for spending some time with me. I know you have lots of meetings while you're here at the International Center, so I appreciate your time giving us some updates. Tell us a little bit about the work that you've been given in Latin America and Caribbean and the countries. Identify some of the countries involved. I know Latin America and the Caribbean can be a, a, kind of a large region. Yeah, 20, 29 countries in Latin America, Caribbean. And we always talk about spreading the gospel, planning within churches, and showing mercy. So our work is sort of a component of two, two parts. One is working with our historic partner Lutheran churches in which we have altar and pulpit fellowship. So we call those partner churches. And those are places where our missionaries have worked since, oh, like 1900. We started in Brazil, you know, Mm -hmm. a few years ago. And today Brazil's all grown up and in their fifth generation of being a Lutheran church. And we'd call them a, a completely mature Lutheran church. They not only preach and teach the gospel and plant Lutheran churches throughout Brazil. But now they're working on their own in Africa, Angola, and what's the other country? I want to say Madagascar, but that's the other side of the continent. <laughs> it's not Madagascar. And there's over 135 churches planted there, and they're, they have their own seminary. And that's an initiative of Yelp. So we also have Brazilian missionaries coming from Brazil working alongside of our LCMS missionaries called Alliance Missionaries, not only in Africa, but also in Latin America, Caribbean. The countries where we have partner churches, to name those, to answer your question, are places like Mexico, Brazil, of course, Chile, Uruguay, Venezuela, to name a few, nine in all. And then the other half of the work is what everyone expects Office of International Mission to be doing planting Lutheran churches. And we plant churches in about 10 countries across Latin America, places like uh, Dominican Republic, Cuba, uh, Peru, Panama, to name just a few. So, so that that's a lot of different things going on at one time, planting churches and working with partner churches. What would you say is the largest mission project that you've been involved with in Latin America and the Caribbean? We're working with our partner churches, generally speaking, because they're somewhat independent. We like to say interdependent in that we depend on each other as the body of Christ. They largely come to us to look for pastoral formation because they don't necessarily have their own seminaries. Now, that's, of course, not true in all situations. Brazil has its own strong, vibrant seminary down in Porto Alegre and historic, over 123 years old now. And then, of course, Argentina has its own seminary. So the Southern Cone, where we began our work, are strong seminaries. But outside of the Southern Cone, our partner churches come to us looking for pastoral formation. So the seminary that we founded in the Dominican Republic, we just concluded our sixth year, would certainly be a massive undertaking in the sense that we're preparing men in over a dozen countries for pastoral formation and partnering with our, our partner churches at various levels in, in residential formation. 
what's most recent news from seminary? I assume graduation recently. Yeah, May 29th, we had graduation of 10 men from seven countries and had a dozen church presidents with us for a week. The week leading up to the graduation was our symposia. That's to say our time together to study theology. Our topic this year was actually pastoral formation because we find in both Brazil, Argentina, the Dominican Republic, we're all looking at becoming accredited with the state in one fashion or another. So the question was, what do we have to give to Caesar to, to be recognized? Do we have to give up preaching, liturgy classes? And so we brought it professors from both the seminaries in the south, professors up here in the north, both Fort Wayne and St. Louis, and heard a bunch of great papers on historically preparing pastors, preparing them present day, challenges with accrediting, and what does it mean to be faithful about preparing pastors who have a high view of scriptures, Christ, and hold to the confessions, and concluded that with graduation, which was a glorious day. Andy, we have a little bit of a tradition where our fourth year running on a Friday evening, we hold graduation, and four years in a row, 30 minutes before graduation starts, the heavens open, (laughs) and we all have to scramble because we have these two tents outside. And last year, we, we managed to hold it with torrential rains pouring down on us. And remarkably, the preacher had just finished saying, and God allows it to rain on the just and the unjust, and it began to pour. <laughs> I kid you not. This year, the rains came down, the heavens opened, but there were gusting winds. And so it was impossible, and we had to carry everything inside. And we had standing room only in our sanctuary and a lovely graduation service where 10 men graduated. We said our, our farewell to Reverend Joel Fricci, director of our seminary, wishing him well and Godspeed on being director of Vicarage here in St. Louis Seminary and introduced our new director, Reverend Sario Fritzler. So all in all, a good day, but some traditions we could do without. <laughs> wow. Well, God provided the rain. He did. Was it on the just or the unjust? Well, <laughs> let the reader understand. The education in Latin America and the Caribbean, not just for pastors, not just for pastoral formation, but also diaconal formation as well, right? Yeah. I mean, we're very excited that in Latin America, the society as a whole is matriarchal. And it's true that our churches have very strong contributions by women throughout all of our countries. So preparing women to be deaconesses seems natural. Not that they aren't serving, only that we're looking to help them serve in a capacity where they can better enunciate the gospel as they serve other women, children, in a fashion that's faithful and gives witness to our Lord Jesus, his death and resurrection for the forgiveness of sins. And boy, do we have a number of fabulous women across nine different countries that we're preparing. Last year, we were able to rejoice at the graduation of 99 women from our diaconal program. We joke that we're in search of the one, you know, the parable of 99 and one goes missing. But Mexico, Guatemala, Panama, Venezuela, and the Dominican Republic, we saw women graduate and have seen consecrations throughout the year. We opened up our, our second cohort and the program goes for three years back in September, expecting perhaps 30, 40. And we opened ourselves to four more countries, so a total of nine, adding Honduras, Spain, 
Uruguay and one more that I'll have to think about. And uh, 84 women joined the program and we had to stop because we can't take anymore. We're at capacity. We have wonderful deaconesses in front of this effort. Danelle Putnam, uh, Rachel Jaseph, Eva Rickman, Caitlin Ramirez, who all in their own ways contribute in our diaconal circle to the teaching of these women across nine countries, plus a number of professors and and other women. And it's just a joy to see how our women are a force for mercy in their congregations. We did a survey of our first cohort, found that 25% of the women were pastor's wives. Uh, another 25% were Sunday school teachers. Another probably 30% were already engaged in working with youth and visitation of the sick. What we found really was they were all engaged actively in some aspect of the ministry and were seeking simply to be able to do that in a more faithful fashion. So we give God, thanks to God for all these women who are joyful about their service and doing that in love to their neighbor. I think last time we spoke, we we had some news about Himnario Lutrano. Yeah. Correct? Yeah. Where where are we? How has that been received? Great. The, the new hymnal. Great question. It, it's been well received. It, believe it or not, distributing it across 15 countries comes with a series of obstacles. So just this past week, our largest Spanish-speaking church, Argentina, received its hymnal. It was stuck in at the border, and there was a series of obstacles, and it just made its way into the church this past week. So they're just in the process of literally driving it to all the different congregations, 250 congregations across the country. And most of our other countries have received it months, if not half a year before. Series of dedications, joyful time of rejoicing at this gift that's been provided to the church. It, in the meantime, the hymnal committee has been working on a second printing of the hymnal because there's none left. So we need more. So Lutheran Heritage Foundation has gladly and joyfully and faithfully partnered with us in the printing of the second round. 25,000 are ordered. Several thousand will be coming to LCMS for the sake of the Hispanic church here in the United States. The other 18,000 will be distributed again throughout Latin America. Fear not all you who are worried about the imperfections of that hymnal. We too found 1,200 errors and have made multiple corrections. I'm sure we're still working towards perfection, but valiant effort has been made to correct any number of our errors. At the same time, it's still a wonderful treasury of liturgies and hymns that are meant to edify the church in, in worship and build up the body of Christ. So. Mm, thanks be to God. Yeah. And any other updates from Latin America and the Caribbean as we wrap up our time together? Probably just wanted to mention, we continue to work with Venezuelan refugees. We have a number of places that we do that, especially with the Venezuelan church itself. But we have a wonderful church plant in Santo Domingo that is led by a Venezuelan pastor, Reverend Sergio Maita, who's working with both Venezuelans and Dominicans. And it's really joyful to see how that tiny church right in the middle of a city of three million is blooming and blossoming. He has six schools and private schools all around him, thousands of students passing around all front. And Maita has so many activities going on throughout the week that I can't keep up with him. But what's fun is to eat, sit down and eat an arepa there in the evening and enjoy some good fellowship with other Venezuelans and see how the Lord is faithfully bringing in 
both Venezuelans and Dominicans alike to hear the gospel and know our, know our Lord Jesus. My guest today, the Reverend Ted Cray, he is Regional Director for Latin America and the Caribbean Region for the Lutheran Church Missouri Synod Office of International Mission. Pastor Cray, thanks so much for joining Always me. Always a pleasure. Thank you. You can learn more about the Lord's work in international regions like Latin America and the Caribbean by visiting international.lcms.org. You can also learn more about opportunities to serve by visiting servenow.lcms.org. You've been listening to The Coffee Hour. I'm Andy Bates. The Coffee Hour with Andy and Sarah is a production of KFUO. To support The Coffee Hour and KFUO Radio, visit KFUO.org. You can also text KFUO to 41444 or send an email to gifts at KFUO.org. And you can call us at 800-844-0524. KFUO. Christ for you. Anytime. Anywhere. At Concordia University, Wisconsin, we believe you were created for a reason, to use your God-given gifts to help others, to live a life of self-sacrifice in a me-first world, to live a life that's uncommon. Whether you're taking one of 50-plus online programs or learning with us in person on the shores of Lake Michigan, you'll be equipped to make an uncommon impact. Learn more at cuw.edu. Concordia University, Wisconsin. Live uncommon.